Welcome to the Amplified Marriage Podcast. My name is Brian. And my name is Natalie. We are so excited that you could join us today, this evening, or whenever you're watching this. We are going to be speaking about unmet expectations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something in our marriage we've learned... The hard way. The hard way is that after almost 20 years of marriage, the uncommunicated, the unknown, the maybe not even close to achievable expectations that are hidden sometimes in the heart, and you've maybe never have spoken to them with your spouse, can actually become things that just build in your heart into a place of just anger and frustration, and you're not setting yourself up to have the best possible marriage that you can. And so today we're going to talk about some of those expectations. And something that uh, I actually read on the internet, uh, it said simple miscommunications can create significant barriers in a marriage and often share a common source, unmet expectations. And so today we want to talk about the very first thing um, about expectations that really lead to an open and honest communication process is yeah. your expectations are known. That's right. And I just want to take a couple steps back where when we, you know, we do all the right things and you take the marriage prep course at your church, the marriage counseling or whatever it's called now. Uh, but we royally bombed that exam and we scored 20% on marriage expectations. And we just could not figure out what on earth was there so complicated as to why we like failed that section. And it wasn't until probably 12 years in that it really dawned on us uh, the importance of communicating those expectations or those needs to each other. And so the the one we want to start with is the expectations are known that you that you've actually let your spouse know that the expectations what the actual expectation is. Uh, it's the unspoken ones that are the killer, um, but you need to let your spouse know, and they need to be known in the relationship. So if you ever, you're communicating them with in person, if you don't let people know what the known expectations are, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's right. And I think communication is key. And actually, when we were talking about this today, I don't recall us actually sitting down prior to, like even when we were dating, to sit there and really be pointed about our expectations, about even roles that we would be in charge of as husband and wives. I think I just assumed. Do you mean like blue jobs and pink jobs? Yeah. I just assumed that, you know, he should know the stuff like dealing with the car and the oil and dirty things, the yard work and all of that would just be sort of a man's thing. And then I would take care of things related to the house. But it was kind of one of those things where it just never was voiced. I just, I just assumed that we knew what each other's roles were going to be. And it really wasn't that case at all. No. And uh, we talked about um, the expectations that maybe your parents placed on you that you carried from your marriage or sorry, from your relationship with your parents into your marriage. How did that affect you? What did that even kind of explain that again? Well, and I don't think it's a necessarily a bad concept where, you know, how I was brought up, like it was very specific roles that my dad played. And so that was sort of an unmet expectation that was placed like in my own eyes towards you, that you should be doing certain things because Mm. that's what my dad did. Uh, except that you're not my dad. Definitely not. And right. This is our relationship and we could, you know, choose to pull from 
the things from each other's past that maybe worked, but still adapt it for what was relevant for yours and I relationship. Well, and the fact that we're not our our parents on no, either side. That's right. I'm not your dad. I didn't do things the same way that he did. Um, and the expectations were f- that your mom had on your dad were much different than you had on me. Right. Maybe not at the beginning because you were thinking, well, this is what I know. Because we were, I was 23 when we got married. Right. And you were... 21. 21. I knew that, guys. I knew that. But I was only 23 when we got married. And who knew what kind of expectations at the beginning if they weren't ever communicated and you're just assuming I was going to do the same things that your dad did. Yeah. And I didn't do things the same way that he did. That's right. And it really, really kind of set the pace for some built up frustration and resentment uh, later on that would resurface. But I was just going to say, as an, like barely 21, you know, I felt like I didn't even know myself. I hadn't even thought about who I was outside of, you know, moving out of the house and things like that. And so I really didn't feel like I even had an idea of a good, healthy expectation or even to communicate that with you. Or even how do you communicate really well uh, when you're that young and early married? When all you're thinking is honeymoon and sex and everything's going to be clean around the house and this is what's going to happen. Right. That's the kind of attitude that I, we kind of had. I remember thinking that far back. Now we don't even approach any communication issue the same as we did then. Some, like Honestly, sometimes we just made decisions back then that really just were a decision that you would make or I would make without ever really talking about it. And that started changing a few years into the marriage. I mean, like we're talking about expectations. There was not a lot of really big expectations, but things like how am I going to make the bed? You have a very particular way of making the bed. And how was that? Well, it's just like, this is a small issue in the grand scheme of things now, but back then, um, and it can just be something as simple as making the bed. I like my hospital corners. (laughs) I've never heard of a hospital corner. Sheets to be like taut and pulled on all sides so that there's not a wrinkle in it. I like the duvet cover to be the same. And I like my decorative pillows to be arranged in a certain manner where if I was saying, hey, you know, could you make the bed today? I'm at work or whatever the deal would be. And there was no way that you were doing hospital corners. One, because you didn't (laughs) know what they were. And two, it like it. It you just wasn't, it, I didn't tell you that that's what, how I wanted the bed. And so then I'd come home and the bed was clearly made, but not in the way that I would have made it. And it really caused some dissension uh, because it, it translated to me like you just didn't care about my thoughts or how I felt yeah. about something as simple as the bed. But that's how it starts. It because starts it wasn't a known things. thing. I didn't know about it. That's Your right. Hospital corners. And eventually when you finally figured out and told me. I still didn't do the hospital corners um, just because I didn't know how and you didn't even really show me how. And then one thing about expectations is is that um, they need to be achievable. Right. Do you remember when you were watching, this is just a sidebar, when you were watching the... The, the Real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> Ladies, if you're watching that, I suggest you find a better show. And for think... those of you who love that show, I don't apologize at all for what I'm about to say, but... It was a deal breaker as far as talk about expectations and living a lavish lifestyle like what was portrayed on TV where money is no option, 
Beauty's no option. Just so you know, she didn't marry me for my money. (laughs) Clothes. (laughs) We're moving on. Clothes shopping (laughs) was no option. And those were all areas that, like, we were broke. And we just couldn't go shopping for this, that, and the other whenever we wanted. And I was watching it innocently at first. And then after a while, it really started to creep into that place where that unmet, um, desire even it wasn't even an expectation but the desire to be able like wouldn't it be nice to be in that place where you just walk on a car lot pick out a car you want pay cash for it move on and it really started to burn a hole in my thoughts and in my heart and it started to take root and I started to resent you for the lack in our relationship and so the biggest thing that we came to that conclusion is that you're expectations of me were not achievable Absolutely and not. I'm not making 500,000 or million dollars a year driving around in Mercedes and Lincolns and not to say that those that do that's a bad thing but I didn't have that kind of money I didn't no. have those kind of things um, and I wasn't able to provide that for her but that show kind of twisted her perception. expectations yeah. perception of what I should be doing as the man of the house doing the blue jobs what I should be doing to provide for her in such a way that I would come home and she'd just be mad, just be angry at me. And I, I just came home from work at like 5.30, ready for dinner. And she's sitting there and she's just mad. And she's like, well, let me tell you about our vehicle, how it's not good enough or you need to make more money. And yeah. so eventually it was one of those things. She just kind of cut that show off and it's like, I'm never going to be watching that again. And she never has since. No. Uh, and we had to have a good long talk about it, but we didn't really realize that until later in the relationship, like later, a few, like six months later, when that finally clued into her, right? Like they have to be an achievable expectation that is something that they can actually reach to. And so since we know what it is and it's a known expectation, we move from a place of of it's known into you've communicated it and now it's something that can actually be achieved, that your spouse can actually achieve that. That's Um, right. And one thing that um, we were talking about is just mowing the lawn. Oh, yeah. Early married, Natalie tried to mow the lawn. I didn't like how she mowed the lawn. And at one time, she went out to do the weed eating. And that's just a whole different ball game. Yeah. I, well, one, because I thought, what is the big deal about weed eating? So, (laughs) I mean, I went out in shorts and flip-flops. And there's a guard on the weed eater. And I just thought the guard was like to prevent rocks and stuff. Flip-flops, people. Flip-flops. Spitting up at you. Anyways. This thing was on steroids with how it was just out of control or I was out of control. Anyways, I just, it kept skipping all over the edge of the lawn and I really didn't care because I just wanted to get it done. And he came home uh, less than thrilled about the look of it, but it's one of those things where he's like, I really uh, thank you for considering, you know, doing that for me because he was working long hours and I was trying to be a help, but please don't ever do the weed eating like i'll take that on from here on in (laughs) and she was more than happy to give it to me i think her words were weed eating is of the devil and she was never going to do it again no and i haven't done it again but it was and so she knew what my style was she knew what i wanted and she wasn't able to actually she could have if she wanted to keep trying but it was it was an achievable thing that she could have done. But what we did is we realized in that moment that, a a, that we compromised, that yeah. we can compromise. And we have to be able to, once you know what the expectation is and that it's actually achievable, you kind of got to communicate your way through 
who's able to do it and who wants to yeah. do it uh, and move moving on or just take the job on yourself if they can't do it. Right. Um, and that's just part of being married is you have to work through life. I just wanted to say too that just, I mean, we didn't start talking expectations. Uh, kind of felt like we were a little clueless until 12 years in. So for those of you that are, you know, a few years into your marriage thinking, good God, this is something I should have talked about earlier on like it's never too late to start we started talking about expectations and it's funny how sort of it just unfolded the more that we started to talk about unmet expectations and you know what exactly did that mean what did that look like for our marriage it was a it was a game changer absolutely uh and then we now have known you've let them know that there is expectations you have and so that each other is known you've worked out what's achievable and what isn't and how are you going to get there how are you going to compromise possibly to make that thing work and the next one is you got to have communicated expectations i think we said earlier you're not your mom and your dad no you married each other and so the way that someone else does things may not work for you that's right and and again like you shouldn't I mean, it's your own relationship, right? So you take the things, the good things, and apply that if that works in your marriage. Right. I mean, I think there's wisdom in communicating and talking about what does that look like? Is it expectations of, you know, handling kids if you have kids? Or expectations of household chores? Or who might stay at home and work from home and who might go out into the workforce. So it doesn't really matter. You know, I mean, we had some funny examples about, you know, household chores, but it, it's not just that. No. And you have to be able to communicate them clearly and the time to communicate even the little things like how did you fold the corners or how well did you clean the bathroom or did you like the job on the weed eater? Um, the time to communicate those is before they become a problem right? and not in the heat of the moment. Um, there's, I can tell you that in the heat of the moment when she yells at me because I didn't do something that was an expectation, you didn't do this. There's no way that I'm going to be responding with, Oh, you're right. Yeah. I don't know any couple and, and maybe they're out there. Maybe they're out there, but I don't know any couple that when they yell at each other, immediately they're like, do you know what? You're right. I can't believe that I didn't see it that way. And the only way I understood was because you lay, you yelled at me so loudly that it just penetrated my brain. And now I know what you're saying. That's There's right. not a couple out there. That's not real. No. And I think, too, giving as much detail. Because I can think of so many times where I was like, hey, I ex you know, I'm going out tonight. Could you please make sure that the dishes are done? Well, when I came home, well, the dishes were done all right, but in my mind, dishes being done meant counters are wiped, everything's put back in its place, the table's cleaned off, the table's wiped, you know, the kitchen might be swept, but all I said was, could you please get the dishes done, which they were, so I'd walk in, and he would feel so proud of the job that he accomplished, Yeah. right, and you would say, ta-da, look at what I did, and I'm like this is not cleaned up. And you're like, what do you mean? The dishes are in the dishwasher. The dishwasher's turned on. And it was, it became really critical in my own response to him in regards to, yeah, but this isn't done and that's not done. And this is done. And how can you say it's clean when it's not? 
Um, and it just turned into a fight and it could have been totally avoided. Yeah. Had I just said, hey, could you please make sure the counters are wiped? I would really appreciate that. Absolutely. And that would have been the end of it. And the the thing about communicating those things is that you really want as your spouse to be able to, you want to please each other and you want to make each other happy and you want to, but lasting change comes from a heart shift or a change in your perspective That's or you're right. resetting your perspective uh, and, or just r- repentance. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it, it, in order to communicate these things, sometimes you have to eat some pride Yes. to be able to communicate them. That's right. And I really struggle sometimes with admitting that I'm right. And what do, what do you say about this one, Nat? Admitting that you're right or admitting you're wrong? Wait. wait. <laughs> ah, I have no problem admitting when I'm right, everyone. That was a misspeak. A Which leads us into, S. Backhouse says, being right is not one of the fruits of the Spirit. And I thought that was so perfect. Uh, perfect and true. Being right is not one of the fruits of the Spirit. And if that's my goal in our <laughs> marriage is to just be right, um, that speaks more of a heart issue within me. Absolutely. And... If you want to be right, there's a way to do it without crushing the other person. Yeah. And you want to be able to come to them and, and say, hey, I was wrong. You want to be able to compromise. You want to let them, like we've talked about it, known, achievable, communicated. And yeah. sometimes communication brings up those things in you that you necessarily, you may not necessarily want to bring up, but you really need to deal with because it isn't a fruit of the spirit. It definitely is not the fruit of the spirit. No, and I think it's more a place of coming into that place of agreement. And and for certain things, you know what? There's been times where you and I have been like, for this particular instance, we're going to agree to disagree for right now. Uh, and there's no, there's nothing wrong with coming, like, just agreeing to disagree, taking some time. Um, if you're, you know, debating a topic or whatever, or you're you're dealing with hurt feelings, to just take a moment, regroup, pray. That's huge, and just come at it from a different angle, maybe a different perspective or from a calm down state, right? It's to, it's not, I don't, it's not a marriage if, if I'm always proving you wrong or vice versa, right? Like it's not about, or it shouldn't be about my one-upping you or my needing to be right in all of, in all things. Or my way is the highway. That's right. And I can very much be my way or the highway kind of guy. And some one thing I heard from, was it from, it's a salesman thing, but said wasn't eighty percent of people listen to respond, not to hear. You mm. want to be in a place when you communicate with your spouse to be in a place of hearing. That's why I say you don't respond to the broken expectation or the unmet expectation in the heat of the moment. Uh, take a minute, spend some time, pray about it, think about it, cool off, and then come back and then actually talk about it clearly. So we've talked about the, th- the three things. We've got known, known expectations, an achievable expectation, a communicated expectation. That's right. And the last one is an agreed upon expectation. You actually have to come to the place where you both agree to the spoken, known, achieved, communicated expectation. That's right. Uh, hurt and disappointment and frustrations Result when there is a wide gap between what we expect and what actually happens. That's good. And so you have to be able to come to a place where you agree upon it. We've touched on it and all the other points is you have to be able to communicate your way through it, but in a place where what you're saying actually is achievable and you say, yes, I can meet that. When she said, yes, the weed eating is of the devil. 
Yeah. That means I'm going to take it on, and we agreed upon that. That's right. And we agreed upon me never doing the bed because I don't do hospital corners. Well, and I think, too, the expectations are going to change. I mean, the expectations, well, I don't know if we had any expectations early on in our marriage, but I'm sure we did. Um, It's different than when you, let's say, move away, away from family, and then you add kids into the mix. And you, like job changes or different jobs, friends and, you know, work commitments and whatever, your expectations Mm. are going to change as you grow in your marriage together. So this is not a, well, we already talked about this, you know, 27 years ago. Well, that's all great, except, you know, that's right. Has there been some changes or some things that maybe were expectations now? Like, are they still expectations and Mm. just kind of revisit that? That's really good. That's really good. It's like a constant communication and a constant agreeing upon the expectations well the one thing is that known achievable communicated agreed upon the more that you communicate with your spouse um, the closer you get your expectations to line up with the truth and the less hurt you actually experience that's right so the more that you guys communicate the more that you work your way through that the more they're known achieved communicated clearly to each other you feel like I'm repeating these things over and over because we learned so early on in our marriage that without these four things, it would have been, we may not have lasted as long as we have. Right. Being able to make it through and just be, now our expectations, most of the time, it's not like we're perfect. No. But our expectations line up with each other. So there's not a lot of uh, hurt or frustration or no. anger. You didn't miss it, right? No, that's I'm true. Not saying that wrong? No. Nope. Sounds sounds right. No, that's true. And, you know, we learn through repetition. So yeah. had we maybe got a grip of um, a reality check, I think, you know, early on where you just have this fairy tale expectation, yeah. again, of what marriage looks like and what society says marriage should look like. And oftentimes, not to say that there isn't those fairy tale moments, there is, but in our case, and we'll speak to our case, it was not a fairy tale. It was more, well, maybe Grimm's fairy tale. <laughs> like the original, wow. not the Disney. Oh, the the dark one. The dark one. The early dark years That's of right. Brian and Natalie's marriage. Excellent. Well, we really appreciate you guys joining us. <laughs> one of the things we want to land with is uh, communicate with each other. You have to let each other know what the expectations are because the more clearly communicated they are the more you agree upon them the less hurt you're actually going to bestow upon each other and hurt isn't a gift and it's something that, that you want to try and avoid especially with one person as well so thank you so much for joining us I'm looking forward to hearing from you have a great night